0: The I Am Independent podcast with Loretta and Bianca. Stories, advice and discussions to resource, encourage and support independent music artists.
1: Welcome back to a brand new series of the I Am Independent podcast. These are certainly strange times that we live in. But nevertheless, the independent artist grind is real, hustling hard uh, more than ever, I would think. Well, we're hoping that this series will continue to inspire you, resource you, and encourage you, even in these difficult times, covering all sorts of topics that are relevant to you guys. We always welcome your feedback, so do get in touch on Instagram or through our website. You can find our email address. Uh, info at iamindependent.co.uk to let us know what you'd like us to cover, what you'd want to hear more of, or just any comments that you want to share with us. This week is part two of our chat. Bianca and Loretta here talking amongst ourselves about our recent experience of Bianca Rose's uh, album cycle from start to finish as manager and artist together. Just talking about the highs, the lows, what we've learned, what we can give ourselves a pat on the back and say we did really well. Uh, you'll find this part uh, where we'll be covering label services, budgeting, collaborations and in general levelling up. So again, we hope it's really useful for you. Enjoy. That will lead us nicely on to, to label services. Um Obviously, recently on the on the podcast we had a chat with um, Hannah Selnicer from the Orchard about label service, and we hope that was useful about how that comes about. And this was a first for Bianca to work with label services, and we've always done it our, ourselves before. And um, you know, we were interested to see like does is this going to make a difference? And you know, just for complete transparency, we didn't take an advance. So this was all about um, what could they they bring, uh, you know, because at the end of the day, you're still giving a cut to label services. And I think we can both hand on heart say that it's made a really big difference. And the good thing is it's been in the areas that we previously didn't have access to or wouldn't have been able to without them. And that's when, you know, it's a worthwhile partnership. That's when it's worth paying somebody their cuts and their fee because they are bringing something that you can't get without them. Um, I So we've worked with Absolute Label Services um, for Bianca, um, great relationship with them, um, Mark who kind of looks after us, um, if there's even the, the smallest thing we've needed help on or changing something or artwork, there's a personal response back, but there's a wider team, uh, Eliana with Vivo and, and Richard in the digital services, and then... Um, We've we've come to get to know these people all we, through email <laughs> over the way, but you really do feel like you've got a team there which has made a difference, and where uh, in to carry on from what we just said, um, the feedback that we've consistently had from them um, is look give us something that we can you know w- what's the PR what's the pitch info. And you know, in the past and in the beginning, we're like, "So is this just being like written down somewhere?" But the results that we've had, we've seen that it really has made a difference. The more that you've got going on around you, all the moving parts that you can communicate, it really does make it stronger. For people like Absolute to go in and have a meeting with Spotify or Amazon Music or Apple and say, look, this artist doesn't just have music coming out. They've got this feature going on and this is the story about it. And it links into mental health because of this is going to happen. Because equally on their side, they want, they need more than this is just a great music. They get lots of great music every day. Um, so we've, we've had um, great PR and we'll come on to that in a moment. But I think in terms of um, label service, what has for me and, and you can say after be is just knowing that there's a team that are actually pushing your music, your profile and your career as much as we are coming back and asking for clarifications on things, fixing things when they go wrong on our behalf and getting you into new spaces. Um, and the access is pretty much you get very quick response as well. Um, And I think if you had a massive label, unless you had a real um, tight team, you wouldn't necessarily have that kind of attention as well. Um, But yeah, what what have some of the pros been for you?
0: Yeah, I think you've said them actually. I think I I had very low expectations, um, but I thought that um, on your advice, that it'd be good to, um, they were interested, they said, yeah, we're happy to um, help with this um, album. That it'd be, and on your advice it'd be good to um maybe see if there's a relationship that we can build here Um, so I did it on that I did it on the sort of the, the hope of like a stronger future relationship that this would be the this would, could be a beginning of that but actually um it really has helped I think that it helped a lot with obviously pitching to the streaming services and um, we've got quite we had a Good view, new music Friday placements um, on um, um, playlists. I'm um, I, I, and also taking off my hands just the 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 um, the distribution side of it, getting it up online, getting the links, being able to track and see what's working. Where their system is actually really, really great in terms of um, being able to see how things are doing um and when when they're doing well how they're doing well um i just think that it, they were re- they're really good infrastructure around an independent artist without having the major commitment of a of a label where you're having to pay back a lot of money or you're having to um give up a lot of your creative um decision making like everything I, I could do whatever i wanted and they, they're supporting that. Um, but I think what you said was really important, that actually we had our own ideas and story behind every single piece of work. And so when they ask for this information, which they did for each single, they want, you know, the pitch, which means like, what and what is this song? Who wrote it? What is it about? What's the story behind it? We already had all that information there um, for each thing. And then, so that helps them to then when they're going and pitching something, one, they can they they can say something interesting about it or they can also be interested in it because um, it's interesting, you know. So um
1: they help you to be organized as well because they tend to ask for things really early. So you literally might have just released a single um, and then they're like, Oh can we have the press release for the for the next one like four weeks early and it, it makes you ready because then you have to ask your PR to do it and then suddenly you're thinking about that single they're pitching it nice and early so that really helps as well with the organization and like Bianca said they they totally you decide but the great thing was we could also ask advice and say what do you think about us dropping the video on the same day or here and they say well actually because of this week then we think it'd be best this. And, you know, they don't make you at all, but you've got, again, a team who have got experience of releasing music a lot and know the system to actually ask their advice. And that's been really helpful.
0: It was really, really, really helpful. And I think if I would advise any artists going into label services and, and, and their first foray into that, we decided that we were not going to um, take an advance or take any money. And I think that that might be a good route. Um, Obviously, everyone's situation is different. Your financial situation might be different. Because we had funding, so I could pay for um, PR, um, pay for all the content, but also I could pay, put a little bit towards marketing and digital marketing myself. Um, It felt like um, maybe they could put more money towards that, but would that really make sense at this point? Maybe the next point where we've built up and we've taken a few steps forward, that the next thing might make sense if that was available so my my advice would be if you can avoid it maybe the first the first time working with label services and um, maybe try to avoid an advance and just maximize on relationship building and um, just getting that buy-in that they buy into you as an artist they buy into your music they they're for it you know because I think, they they really showed themselves to be interested in this in this album and in in some areas made it a priority. They got that placement on the homepage of Spotify in Australia and so
1: it's, it's also that's the other thing to say is it it is global support you're getting. It's not just UK centric, which I think sometimes people can think with label services.
0: Yeah, it was absolutely global, and I think it um, definitely I think label services helped to build out um, grow my audience in. In America, I think, um, North America particularly, I wasn't necessarily skewing um, as highly as I am now there before the album. And I definitely think that um, my my collaborations maybe as well, but also label services helps that for sure. Definitely. And that brings us on to PR, I think now too. Um, And we have um, notoriously said in the past that we're not really about the PRs. For the independent artists. However, um, we have always said that we think that paying for PR at a certain point may be the way to go. And that's what we decided to do this time, actually. And um, it worked really well, didn't it?
1: Yeah, it did. So you'll have heard us talk about this many times. And um, it's almost worth it right at the beginning, just so you've got some good quotes and then there's quite a while when it's not worth it. And we, we say, put your money into digital advertising and growing your following that way. But everything with this album, we had a very clear target of moving up a level, of levelling up, um, growing Bianca's audience, her profile um, into new territories, into new spaces. And that was literally the, the aim of, of this project. Hence, um, the partnering with Label Services... And I think with uh, employing PR, that was, again, was the number one thing. And it is still hard to measure. But again, I think the the most that you can bring to the table, but also if you can be as clear as what you want to get out of it. So we had a meeting right at the beginning when we were very honest about this levelling up of wanting to be in new spaces of wanting um, Bianca to have long-form interviews that really went into the story of the album because we knew it was a, a strong story. And they were so grateful that it wasn't just a bunch of songs, but that there was, you know, a real meaty uh, r- real meaty subject that it was covered because that really helped them. Um, we talked about um, being interested in doing podcasts and other things outside of just music, media, um, so straight away, the PR company that we worked with, which are called Listen Up um Katerina, who is great to work with, um, asked Bianca to give her a list of her interests. And um, that was really helpful. So outside of music, so even that, as you can see, Bianca's a plant lover. Um, so all of those things. And we were just really impressed that she looked for opportunities and some of them came off, some of them didn't. But I can honestly say um, the PR that we got was really good quality. There wasn't just one or two. We've had quite a few really good interviews with great questions. And again, I think that's down to Bianca giving great content that, you know, there's only so much you can ask about something if there's not a subject there. But because there were so many different subject matters and we made sure we gave those points to Caterina when she was putting the press release. So they were clearly in there as bullet points and talking points so it gave magazines a real interest to ask um certain questions um to get into new spaces um and it just really did um begin to flag Bianca up in in a way which is a bit ironic for her as an emerging artist again um but that was actually really helpful because then you're into this breaking artist space when people are like oh who's that that's new and just breathed new life into all areas of it. Every time we released something, we knew we had the great visuals to come. So they began to look forward to writing great press releases about it, um, were just very complimentary about what we gave them um, to work with. Um, do, do you have a, a favourite thing that came out of it that you haven't had before? Um, I
0: mean, I think my favourite thing was the Lush gifting. Um <laughs> Um, And she, um, Katerina secured Lush um, Cosmetics. They gifted me a box of, like, loads of their their bath um, bits and bath bombs and um, facial beauty bits, stuff that I love. That was really nice to have. Um, And it was, like, to celebrate the album, but also, um, obviously, I did a release a single called Skin, um so on a like personal note it was nice Mm -hmm. to have that but i think the interviews were great to be able to talk about um the album and the themes around it in um in depth to different publications was really good because before when i've had pr often the pr i've only really be able to secure um just publications just lifting from your press release yeah. So they're like, Yeah, 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 we'll feature it. and they just like literally just copy and pasted your press release on their on their website with a picture of you and that's not really I don't think that's worth the money that you're spending. So she really, really um found publications that would that were the interests were aligned and then they were interested in in the music and um having a real conversations around that so i really really appreciate that it's really hard with pr because they do work really hard and it's and i and i think especially somebody like Caterina, like you can tell that she really um cares about what she does um and cares about um doing doing well for the artists that they choose to work with because they don't choose to work with everyone you know they they really want to and decide they're going to work with somebody, and then want to do a really good job for that person. So, and they work really hard. But I think from the artist perspective, it's expensive. So you're really looking like, what am I paying for again? Let me just see, because you can see it with like mixing or mastering, or you know, um, you know paying for a music video it makes you know it's going to cost this and you're going to get this visual and that it you can see where it makes sense but um actually PR can feel a little bit intangible so I think that it makes sense to use PR at the right point because actually there are you get a few great um pieces you know and placements and um getting a few great publications and then, then it pays it has paid for itself And it may not be 20, but it may be three, four, five. And that, so the the chunk of money that you paid, that really is going to help you. It's going to continue to pay dividends down the line. But I think you just have to really decide whether now is the time for that.
1: Just a quick reminder that we have a growing number of resources and useful videos on our YouTube page, Just search I am independent and you should find us and do follow us on social media on Instagram at we are independent artists and on Facebook under the same. Also on Facebook, you can join our closed group where we're creating community for independent artists to swap ideas, collaborate and just feel extra supported and encouraged. You can find links to everything we do on our website, www.iamindependent.co.uk. Um, I think um, another area where you definitely leveled up, and it's not something that you haven't done before, but not to the extent I think. And how intentional was the uh, collaborations that you had on this album? And I mean, the the standard was amazing, amazing, amazing artists. And um, what was lovely for me to see is you asked people kind of not thinking why why would they want to be on this, and everyone that you asked said yes, and those have turned into great relationships, and obviously. Um, Jake Isaac who produced the majority of the album and who you knew before but even that has been I would say with this project there's so many things that have been um, come out of relationship and how it's so worth investing on the small things along the way and you never know how they're going to pay off and I don't mean that in you do something so it's going to pay off in the future but um, even just to touch and we've just finished speaking about PR It's actually, if you find a PR that's done pretty decent results for you, I'll actually advise you to go with them again because sometimes they are starting conversations with people. and Then if you go off to somebody else and they've got to know you again, get to learn you again, it means I, I wouldn't hesitate for us to go back with Listen Up if we had another project, because they could say, oh, remember last year we were working with Bianca Rose, she's now got this, We'd love, would you consider featuring her again? We had great feedback from the people who featured you. And in the same way with collaborations, where you know, you'd know you worked a little bit with Jake and you know, um, worked together on Run and Hide, and um, now to see that relationship really grow, the creative trust there... Um, and for him to be such a key part of this and then for some of the collaboration suggestions he really pushed you out for example to out of your comfort zone to reach out to madison ryan ward and the result of that track which has been just incredibly received but from you was it um were you nervous to involve other people with your own creative project or um are you at the stage where you feel more trusting about those things now
0: No, then I, I'm nervous about that. I think I think it's obviously the fear of rejection that they're just going to say no, or they just don't really like my music and like you know. Whatever. So um, I don't think, and also I'm not. I really like asking for things, and I think um, I don't. I think that a lot of us are like that, isn't it? I, but I know that I'm definitely would rather do it all by myself. Um, but I think when you're actually with music trying to level up and move into different spaces collaborations can be something that really helps with that and so um yeah it was great to have um joshua luke smith and then to work with jake on them collaborating on skin but also he produced most of it and then to um collab with madison on edge of fickle flame i think i wanted to not have too many but um i think with edge of a fickle flame we always wanted to Jake and I thought it would be great to duet with, with a female vocalist, female artist. We did have... We were thinking about quite a few people, but I think for me, when it makes sense, it makes sense, and I'm all in. Um, and so a lot of the names we were coming up with were like, yeah, it's a cool idea, it's a cool idea, but it didn't really, like, give me that feeling of, like, yeah, this is the person. Um, but then when um, Madison said that she'd um, love to be on board, even she didn't even hear the song yet, um, and then... And then she did, and then we spoke, and then actually the the actual um, topic and content of the song resonated with her as well. And that's so important that it's not just about a collaboration musically, which is absolutely fine. But actually, there was something deeper there um, that really made that make uh, more sense to me. Um, so I think. Um, I think collaborating is so important. I think it really, for me, it helped in a lot of ways. It helped with um, um, just that alignment with with great artists. I think that's that's good when you're leveling up. On a practical note, when you release a collaboration, and especially on somewhere like Spotify, um, you can when you when you release in the first week if you pitch um, within a within. Uh, no over a week um with more than a week to go to your single if you pitch it Joe on Spotify for artists you pitch your song then it gets into the release radar but if you are collaborating with other artists who are who are who are great or even have large audiences of you than you it goes into their release radar as well so I have found that the collaborations that I've had say with Jake and with Madison that they have bigger audiences than me so in those first few days when the track is released it's been streamed a lot more um even outside of it going on a big playlist because it's going into their release radars as well and um, so on a practical level that can be really really helpful um just to kick um, in with the algorithm and just to push your music out to people that wouldn't have heard it before you know um so i found that to be really helpful um on on all of my collaborations even i did a remix and of skin and it's a remix of jake as well and i found that actually um, the streams were um even much higher than usual and we didn't get any playlist in and it and i and i put that down to it being on um my release radar his release radar and also the person who remixed it on her release radar It's going out to all those different places so i think collaborations in that way can widen your audience from a streaming perspective as well.
1: I think it's really good to be intentional about your collaborations with the results you want, but not to the extent that it doesn't fit. So just like you said, you you chose people who it was going to pay off to collaborate with them but also there was a connection there musically and otherwise so if you're listening to this and you're thinking oh i'm just going to choose a big artist and see if they can collaborate with you've got to make sure that there is that relationship there and that creative um marrying up as well that works for it for it to work and i think because the collaborations were chosen so well and ticked all those boxes they they really did serve well and just pay off well. And just things like you've got to bear in mind if you're collaborating with another artist, making sure that you communicate with them and their team so that it doesn't clash with anything they've got coming out. If you want them to appear in the visuals, making sure you give them plenty of notice that can work with their diaries and things like that and just making it easy for yourself by making it easy for them so giving as much notice planning ahead as much as possible so that you've you've got options um to be able to be a bit more flexible
0: absolutely um another thing i wanted to mention was um i think what we did differently this time um is that we really made the most out of the recorded work and obviously you're saying, "Okay, I want to make an EP or I want to make an album." but um what else can you get out of that to give it longevity so that you're not really like banging on about this one album for the next you know two, three years? like what 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 can you do? And so obviously, there's singles you can create um, um, and we did that. We did two singles and um with with music videos. And then on the release day of the album, we released um, a music video for another song. Um, It wasn't released as a single because the album was coming out that day, but it was effectively from a visual standpoint, um, visual standpoint, there were three music videos, so three singles in a way. Um, And just in case you
1: haven't heard of it, that's called a focus single. And why it's really helpful to have a single that is a focus single on the day of release is that's the one you wanna be telling to your label services team, or your DSPs, this is the one to pitch so that they're not just talking about 10 songs if you've got an album, but there's one that they can push forward for support and that can really help.
0: Yeah, so we had three singles, um, two singles and a focus single, then released, Then we released the album. And after we released the album, I've just released a um, remix and I wanted to be creative about it. I had a little tiny bit of sort of leverage and money left to work with in terms of visuals with Cat, so we had decided to make a documentary and I think for me I wanted to be able to give people a bit more of an insight but in a creative way um you know you can do that on stories and vloggy type things and stuff but it's not really me so I thought actually a documentary that is in line with the single um, and we didn't really have budget for an actual music video, so um so we made a little four, um three four minute doc and we released with the single with a remix and then um we are going to release an instrumentals um e p um which is basically three um instrumental reimaginings of songs mm-hmm. from the album. Um, which is which that's going to release um, and we've kind of made a visual for that as well Um, a really sort of simple visual for that but that points back to the album or um, and reimagines some of those songs in a new way and then um, and then I we did a live stream Um, so we I, I put on a live gig of sorts or a live recording of a bunch of songs from the album which i streamed out a week after the album was released um and we recorded that visually and audio wise and so now we're, we're going to then repackage that into a live ep and release release those as singles as well so there's also that um that that and um, that as another thing
1: um i guess as we you know come to a close on this um Obviously, we're, we're kind of still in uh, album campaign mode. The, the great thing is we've still got things to come. So just, ref, you know, um, going back to what Bianca was saying about um, you can really make the most of your content going forward. And it also buys you some time for the next project as well to make sure you've got that consistency there as well. But I think... Um, It's hopefully not too soon for us to reflect on how we think it's gone. And for me as Bianca's manager, I just couldn't be happier with how this campaign's gone. It's felt um, less stressful than things could be because we've been organised and we've seen with every release things have gone in the direction we've wanted it to. So we've seen growth in every area, growth as an artist overall. Um, I think the investments have paid off. Um, Bianca did really well to, you know, £15,000, yes, it's a lot of money, but it also can go very quickly on these things. And the money was really well spent. I would say, looking back, we really spent it in the areas where we needed to. And that might not have happened if we'd made the decision to go with the creative agency. Um, You know, I think we'd have had one amazing video, but I really feel like that was the right decision. So when you're budgeting, really be strict with yourself about there might be a wish list of what you would like to do and yes by all means aim high creatively but really think about where you are and whether you're spending that money in the right areas and to um in the wisest way that's going to pay off and i think we did do that so i don't think we did anything uh, differently in terms of how we spent the budget um i think the collaborations really well worked really well and and i i just feel like it's With this campaign, like I said repeatedly, the the aim was to level up and I feel that that's what's happened and it's put us in really good stead um, for what happens next. And I think it will influence us to, um, I think what we would do next is, Bianca's at the stage now where there will be things that we don't do anymore or we won't let go below that level of quality or we finished with that kind of thing now where we, we are in the next tier, if you like, these invisible tiers, if you like. But um, I think when you feel that you've reached a certain level, that's a time when you could be a bit stricter about some things that you will do or that you won't do. So I think it would definitely influence our decisions in terms of partners next in being able to feel bolder to ask for things, for investment um, from different areas, because now we've got a story to show and results to show. Um, so I think the, the success of the campaign will give us more freedom going forward and that we've earned that through this campaign.
0: Yeah, I think we'll carry forward um, also just how we do things in terms of organisation and planning ahead, planning ahead. So, for example, I started writing for The Next Thing you know, a few months ago. No, um i think as, as like the first single and the second single were going out i was like oh my gosh i can see i can see six months from now <laughs> and be like what am i doing now so um i've been writing um for the next thing and just kind of thinking about the next thing and and that's what's great about being organized and having all your assets prepared is that i'm literally pressing buttons and you know sending things off for distribution and things like that they're already created so I my creative space and my creative head is in the next thing because all the things that are for now are already done um so um yeah just creating and thinking about what does the next season need and and obviously we've been in this lockdown extended lockdown phase and stuff so as we slowly tiptoe out of it I think the net for me the next phase is what does live look like you know and so what then what, I'm thinking how does my how does my creativity and recorded work support future live work so I think we'll be we'll likely be um pivoting a lot in that direction um but yeah just being organised and trying to stay a few steps ahead and trying, if we stop, then you kind of use up all your things and you're not steps ahead anymore. So just trying to keep moving slowly um, so that you are always on the, you know, three, four things in advance is what I definitely want to carry forward.
1: But are you proud? Um, are you proud think... and are you pleased? Because you should be.
0: I am proud and pleased. I am. I'm proud of the work. I was proud of the actual work before it went out. And then now it's been out and and the feedback and um, how people have received it and how it's helped them or how they've enjoyed it, I couldn't be more proud. And just as a creative being, um, pouring myself into a creative direction and things like that, it's just been really stretching and affirming. So it's been wonderful.
1: I've been very happy. Congratulations. Thank Thank you.
0: And don't forget to sign up to our mailing list, where you'll receive a free 10-day guide especially designed to inspire and equip independent music artists with some really useful, practical and inspirational resources.
1: Sign up at www.iamindependent.co.uk For more great content from I Am Independent, find us on social media at We Are Independent Artists. Check out our Spotify playlist for new music from independent artists. Search We Love Independent Music.